and then you you wrote now you're saying you wrote i mean this is now 10 years ago that you wrote this a little story. over yeah i was writing the script probably in around 2008 2009 right so around this time you're you're doing all these films and cutting all these films for spike mm -hmm. and 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 finding time to to fit that into your life um, yeah fantastic and um so tell me a little bit about the production of this film there were a lot of beautiful period uh it's a it's a period story so you have old cars and i i i'm pretty close with your producer stan erdreich in fact i yeah i had a chat well, with stan him. i mean really stan uh without stan i don't think this film would be made quite frankly you know uh he raised uh the early money for this movie right out of alabama you know he's from birmingham yeah uh, what we used to call Bombingham, you know, when I was in high school. Oh, really? Okay, tell me what, how did how did it get that name? Because of the Bombingham. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it took place. Yeah, yeah. There was bombs that went off. Yeah. There were bombs that went you off. No, and, and some people, some people almost referred to it naturally as Bombingham, you know, just the accent. But um, but yeah, we used to call it Bombingham, and, uh, and and you know. Stan was just great. And, it, and it's, it's really wonderful that the first money came from Alabama. Because so much of the film is a Southern film. I'm from Alabama. Uh, Bob's from Alabama. Um, many of the supporting cast is from Alabama. Uh, a lot of the local crew, well, the local crew was from Alabama. Uh, Eloise Stammerjohn is is from montgomery who she did the production design and eloise was amazing she's so good um you know she doesn't live in alabama she she works all over the world now because she's so such a great production designer and you know and eloise just took the little bit of money we had to make this movie with and just stretched every dollar to to get things to work and there was never once i showed up on a set that wasn't ready to go. I don't think she slept. I don't think she slept. Unbelievable. I don't, I don't know. I do not know how she did it. And Dane, who uh, was her art director, um, also first-rate art director, uh, and, and he goes off and works wherever you know Eloise works, but he lives right in Montgomery. Um, so, you know, there was so much about this movie that is so Alabama-based. The story takes place in Alabama. We've shot it in Alabama. We shot it in a lot of the places where, where the original events actually happened. You know, um, the, the Freedom Riders riot, we shot exactly where that, where that Greyhound bus came in and where they got off the bus and, and where, where they got beaten. Uh, you know, we, we were at, we were at uh, Reverend Ralph Abernathy's church in Montgomery, you know, to shoot the scenes that actually took place in that church with Bob and Rosa Parks and Dr. Abernathy. Um, and where Rosa Parks says to Bob, something really bad is gonna happen to you right in front of you someday. And you're gonna have to uh, choose. Because not choosing is a choice. You're gonna have to choose a side. And, and we shot it in the very doorway that the real Rosa Parks stopped the real Bob Zellner to deliver this, this message, you know? So, um, you know, 
there was it was very satisfying to to be there you yeah. know to have real accents real southern accents i mean lucas till he's from uh he's from georgia and lucy hales from memphis tennessee you know what so, and it goes on and on all, all the people that were you know homegrown so to speak you know that but that just were so talented fantastic yeah and um and so going back to your life a little bit uh in in alabama you were your your dad, I guess, was in the in the Air Force, right? And and um, and your mom is is from Alabama originally. Family from Alabama, yeah. And, and my and, my and, grandfather's from Andalusia, and uh, my grandmother's from Russellville, which is up a little bit uh, near uh, Birmingham. Okay. And then when when your when your family was. When you were born in the UK, that was not a long stint, right? You were there like like it would be for the military. Yeah, exactly. And, and we've lived other places. I mean, we also lived in Mississippi, for instance, and we lived in the Panhandle of Florida, where three of my siblings were were born. You know, and some people say Florida is not really a southern state. You know? Look, but uh, okay. you know, the Panhandle is very southern. Make no bones about it. Yes. You know, as a matter of fact, Alabama should go all the way to to the Gulf of Mexico. You right. know, that should be part of Alabama. <laughs> that really should be. Exactly. I think it's a, I think it's a crime that it is. I really do. I think we should we we should you know just take it. Quite frankly, extract it. Yeah, and and, and, just, and, and yeah, yeah, because you're you, you hit Mobile, and then then you got to you know sort of bang a left, and you're all of a sudden and you got, you got this little strip, you know. It's crazy. It goes down to Orange Beach, and now there you go, there you go. So, um, very ambitious film to make. Uh, uh, the budget challenges must have been significant, unless significant, uh, significant. Yeah, you know, know. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, like some of what you had to do to to, to get through that. Well, you know, like the like the like the riot scene. I wanted, I wanted a real riot, you know? Uh, I mean, there has been some criticism of me for uh, doing this riot in this movie. Like it's unnecessary. I think it's very necessary. I think it's very necessary to really feel what these people really went through and not to whitewash it. And not to say, let's not, you know, let's not look at how violent this time was. And what these people had to had to face, and, and how they not only faced it, we have a scene where John Lewis is in the hospital, and Bob Zellner goes to, to 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 visit him in the hospital, meets him for the very first time in the hospital. That is all true. That really did happen, you know. And Bob, who has witnessed this riot almost from the outside, even though he's run in to grab people and pull them out. You know, he was not somebody who was either beaten or beating anybody. So in a way, he could just go in and out of that riot without anybody touching him because they just thought, you know, the six foot tall, blue-eyed blonde Southerner is one of us. I think the rioters must have just thought that way. So he could do anything. And so, he goes to the, Bob goes to the hospital 
And he says, well, your freedom rides is over. And, and John Lewis says, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? We're getting on that bus tomorrow. And Bob just can't believe it because he's seen what happens to people. Right. He's seen it firsthand. He knows how vicious that mob was and how, and, and he says to John Lewis, he says, he says, you know, in Georgia, in Georgia gets criticized for being backwards. Uh, in Georgia, they say, thank God for Alabama. <laughs> and, and in Alabama, we say, thank God for Mississippi. And that's where they're going. They're going to Mississippi. So basically, Bob is telling John Lewis, who he assumes is not from anywhere around there, that Mississippi, as bad as Alabama was, Mississippi is going to get, be worse. Right? Now, John Lewis is from Troy, Alabama. Uh, a, a town I knew very well in, in high school it was 50 miles south of, of Montgomery. And I would go down to Troy a lot, you know? So, you know, I, I knew Troy. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. And so, and yeah. so, um, so that's why, you know, so my point about the budget was, was I really wanted to do a real riot. And, a, and an upsetting riot, and one that had a lot of details in it. Because I was also looking at other movies from the past that, you know, like the 10 best riots of all time in movies. And quite frankly, one of the only ones that I thought was any good was the one from Do the Right Thing, you know? Yeah. And that's a really good riot. Oh yeah. Um, and, and so, but I said, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna fail at doing this. And, uh, we had basically a day and a half to shoot that riot. That was it. Wow. Because we really had only two days in that location because of budget restraints. So we had to have a day and a half to shoot the riot, you know, from outside and inside, the, inside the juror's office looking down. And then we had to have the scene in which Bob shows up days later and uh, two days later to when the, the bus is gonna leave for Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, and so we had to shoot that scene too, uh, you know. And so, you know, it was. But we, what we did was we really choreographed it, and we laid it out to uh, to know exactly what we were doing going in there, and it had to go like this, and it was a dance, you know. And 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 as as vicious as it looks, you know. Um, you know, we were still staying, we were still staying safe and, um, and we were getting everything I wanted. Okay. I still, I look at it and I still don't really know how we did it. Although the, well, there's one person who's seen the film who, who, saw, who saw that I had restraints. I don't know how he did, but it was uh, the French director Bertrand Tavernier, mm -hmm. you know, and Bertrand saw the film you know, when he liked it, he liked it. And he said the thing about uh, riot scene, he said, very impressive. I knew you shot that fast. Wow. <laughs> you know? but, awesome. so, he, but he's the only one who's ever looked at it and could analyze what we, what we did. Oh, yeah. So. Let's talk a little bit about one other aspect that I actually appreciated because I'm, you know, 
a huge music fan as well. And I, I really, I really enjoyed the music that you use. Talk a little bit about how you put that together, how you put together the track composed and did what you did for music for the film. I thought it was great. Well, you know, from the get go, I did not want an orchestra for the, for this, um, for this score. You know, I really wanted, I really wanted a, a country band. Um, and there was people who I wanted to do the score originally. People who were in the business, um, people who were like in the country western side of music. And um, none of that quite worked out. And I even wanted to record the music down in Muscle Shoals at that studio down there. Sure. Um, and uh, so I was sort of stuck here. I mean, I, I mean, I had the sound in my mind, uh, but nobody who we could really afford to hire, right. really, or, or this didn't work out for one other reason or another. But um, then my friend in LA, Kevin Dowling, said to me one day, I think I got the guy for you. And he said, he can do anything. And this guy named was Stephen Argila. And you know, and I looked at Stephen's work, and, and yeah, it was it was pretty broad in terms of his ability to deliver, you know, uh, you know. But he had never done anything like this, um, nothing like it. But we met, and you know, I just thought, I just have to, I just have to trust he can do it. As a matter of fact, that's not completely true. I didn't completely trust he could do it. Uh, there was one section of the film that I said, can you write a piece for this? You know, and just, you know, just record it on a synthesizer or whatever, however you, you know, create something rough. And, and he did it, he did it really fast. I think within 48 hours, you know, it wasn't a long piece, it was a minute or so. And it was perfect. Man, it was just right. And so I thought, okay, this guy can do this. You know, uh, you know, I think the producers were like, but wait a second, he hasn't done a score like this. I said, I'm sorry, but you know, if somebody can do this and deliver it so fast, you know, we gotta trust him. And then Steven just, I mean, he really got what I wanted. I wanted, I wanted. A band. I wanted a country band. Right on. You know, to to to, you know. And he brought in great musicians, mm -hmm. and I you know, basically created his own little country band and 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 a little studio in L.A. We recorded that score, and it was gorgeous. And the thing about it, what was really amazing, was uh, you know he wrote out the score, like anybody does, like any of these composers do. But I kind of didn't expect that, uh, you know? And the musicians he had were so good. And even though they could play that music, they could read music too, you know? And so it was kind of like amazing. And it went very fast and very smoothly. And I just think very special, really special.